Hello and good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, as the case may be, whenever you're listening. Welcome to Mike and Mary. And Mondays with Mike and Mary, specifically. I love Mondays. You do? Oh, yeah. Most people probably don't feel that way. Well, I love getting the week off to a rapid start. Yeah. And if you're listening to the podcast on Monday morning, get your top five done. This is our chance to reflect back on R-squared coaching calls and select for you some highlights like an Ask the Experts and a Parade of Techniques from each of us. Yeah. So I have a Parade of Techniques to start with. Well, that's good because you get to go first this week. Great. And it's not from a student. <laughs> oh, It's okay. from Floyd. Oh. Yeah, a reminder. Okay. Your economy doesn't have to be determined by the economy. You know, I had, there's a theme running through the calls every week. You know that. And this week, uh, we've just gone through back to school. We've just gone through another holiday weekend. And everybody's going, uh, things have slowed down. And I heard this two or three different times. People are afraid there's going to be a recession. Well, guess what, gang? I'm going to go with the Federal Reserve Chairman, Jerome Powell, who said Friday... He doesn't at all expect the U.S. to enter a recession. Quote, our main expectation is not at all that there will be a recession. You hear that, gang? At all. (laughs) The U.S. economy has continued to perform well and is in a good place. So, stop holding your head in your hands and let's be positive. The economy doesn't have to be determining your economy. And the Fed chairman agrees with Floyd. I think that's great. So that's my parade of techniques for today. Well, that's very interesting. I like it. Very inspirational, my dear. All right, I have a parade of techniques too. So it is fall. Well, I keep saying that and you keep reminding me that it's still summer. It is not yet fall on the calendar. But if you live anywhere in the north, you have already noticed things starting to change. The green is just a little less lush. Um, there are sumac turning red in the north, north country. It's autumnal. It is indeed. And therefore, one of our students, brilliant that she is, decided last week, and so there's still time for you to get on the bandwagon, to reach out to all the people that she knows that might be interested in downsizing or upsizing or listing their house in the winter of 2019. And she started by writing a Facebook blog post, which she does every year, every month. Excuse me. I said every year, every month. I meant every every Sunday. No. And it was about, it was a message that said, If you're going to put your house on the market anytime in January, February, and March, now's the time to put it into show shape so that when it's cold out and there's snow and things are brown and dead and gray, you've got beautiful pictures of your backyard with flowers and your pool is looking good. So what she offered is last minute summertime photos. If you're thinking of listing in the first part in the winter months i'll come and take your photos now 
Isn't that neat? Now, she got absolutely no responses, but it gave her something to talk about. It gave them something something to think about. She's tagging people. Um, some people are sharing it. Um, and you could even ask one another to make a comment. If you're going to do that and you've got an R-squared team, have them start the dialogue because those comments make sure that it gets noticed by the general public out there. I thought that was a terrific way to get the conversation started. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's a great point about social media. It's not about liking. It's about posting comments and reposting things that your people in your book of business post. That's how you interact as opposed to getting sucked into the black hole that is social media, right? Yeah, right. Oh, what a so, great idea. I, I love that. I thought so too. Yeah. How do we get people to raise their hand? Saying, I'm interested in selling. Maybe not right now. Right. No pressure. Yeah, I love it. Reach them before it's even time. I love it. Yeah. Tremendous. Do you have an Ask the Experts question, my dear? I have two Ask the Experts oh, questions boy, here we that go. were the same question. Oh, okay. So I conflated them. Well, figures. If you're allowed to use that word anymore. Certainly. Conflate. And here's, here's the two quotes. I'm struggling with getting back to work. Oh. And am I burnt out? Oh. I remember that wonderful Cole Porter song. I think it was Cole Porter. Frank Sinatra sang it. Whereas vainly fighting the old ennui. It's the blahs. You know, uh, uh, the cycles, and they they happen every year at the same time. Uh, people get uh, affected by the blahs. Now, I'm not talking about depression. Although, if that's the case, go get some professional help. But if it's just blahs, like I'm, I'm having trouble getting focused and back to work and into a routine, what should I do to get back to work? And the, the suggestions were tremendous this week. So uh, that was an Ask the Experts on two of your calls? Yeah, at oh. least two. Okay. And it happens this time every year. Okay. So, again, here's the theme, right? Okay. Sure. So, if you had no choice, I mean, know that wonderful story about our friend whose business dried up 10 years ago when credit dried up and he had to switch from being a commercial agent to a residential agent and he calls Floyd in a panic and says, what do I do? And Floyd says, tell you what, I know exactly what you're supposed to do. Go get six listings and call me back and I'll tell you what to do. So he gets the six listings, calls Floyd back two, two weeks later. Floyd says, okay, go get six more listings and then I'll tell you what to do. Yeah, you know, just go get back to work. But how do you stay focused on the good stuff instead of recession fears, instead of, oh, I don't feel like going to work? Well, do the things you like to do. Get back to the basics and change your routine. Do more of what you love. Um, think if I had no choice, what would I do? Think, uh, I'm going to hold an open house. Think, uh, do things that make you feel like you're working. I thought that was a wonderful suggestion. Pretend to go back to work, and maybe the feeling will come back. Oh, you mean like get dressed? Yeah. Leave the house? And it's a, it's a kind of training the brain by getting your body moving. Um, somebody else said, start a gratitude journal. 
that's a good way to start changing your thinking and your mindset and getting rid of that icky, blah, ennui, yucky, I don't feel like it anymore feeling. Um, listen to the podcasts. That's what someone else Aww. said. Isn't that sweet? Thank you. Yes. Um, read Dale Carnegie's book, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. Oh. That's where he says, live in day-tight compartments. Mm-hmm. That's that 12-step idea. You know, do it one day at a time. Today's the only day that you can have any control over. Now is the only time you have any control over. And by the way, you have all the time there is because we have right now. Oh, so, how many times have we heard Floyd say, how do you have a good year? Well, you start yeah. <laughs> by having a good month. How do you have a good month? Well, you have a good week. How do you have a good week? You have a good day. Yep. Exactly what you just said. And then someone else said, take a couple days off till you feel like it again. Uh, you need an LFT. So you probably don't have an LFT. So that's for those of you who don't know, that's a look forward to something you look forward to. Um, and uh, I think one of my favorites was give yourself a short term ultimatum. Okay. I know my attitude's in the doghouse right now, but by Thursday at 1 p.m., I'll be better. And make a deadline and say, if if by Thursday I'm not better, I'm quitting real estate. I'll go get a job where somebody tells me when to get up and when I have to go to work and when I can go to lunch and how much I can make and when I can take. No, I don't want that. So give yourself an ultimatum. You're going to be better by Thursday at one o'clock or else. <laughs> so I know lots of us fight this over and over and over in cycles. It's not constant. But when it happens, it's like um, know what the symptoms are earlier and put counteractive measures in sooner so it doesn't last quite as long. And there's my Ask the Experts for this week. Well, thank you very What's much. yours? somewhat related (laughs) what a surprise yeah isn't it cool when we don't talk in advance (laughs) and then oh well somewhat related Mm -hmm. so i have a student who um has been struggling with her health and she's done everything that she could possibly do adjusted her eating and her sleeping habits her exercise she's seen every specialist she's visited every holistic medicine practitioner in her state and maybe even outside of her state to go see the witch doctor too probably yeah so she's just come to the conclusion this past week that it's not going to get better Hmm. there is no solution that she's been hunting for for it's now not medical. a few years. Oh, it's definitely medical and physical, but there's not an answer. Oh, so I think that's not uncommon, not just in terms of medical, but sometimes there's no solution for what's going on in our family. And this is just a period of time that we're going to have to live with it being like this for a while. Some of our students are stuck with a familial situation where they maybe all of a sudden have become more of a caregiver than they ever anticipated being. And it's just going to be this way until it's not this way. And so anyway, That's why I chose this. I don't think it's just for this specific situation. I think that we have people in our lives, we have people that are listening, that that, this is the way it's going to be 
and there's nothing I can do about it. But here's the ask the experts question. Since that's the case, what do I do to make the most of the energy that I have, of the time that I have? How do I get myself to act? And that's very similar to what you just said, isn't it? But the answers were completely different. Love it. Yeah, so here are, here's the wisdom of, of our group, and and I really, really love this. This is someone who, when she's giving the advice, says, I this isn't all just about work. That so here's what she did. She she designated a notebook. She's laid it in the kitchen where every single morning she will see it and pick it up when she pours her first cup of coffee. And as she sits down with that first cup of coffee, she has devoted a page that says the five things that she wants to work on. And she scores herself. How did I do yesterday on these five things? And what doing this has done has, here's a quote, it's got me going. It's reprogrammed my morning. Uh, So when I can't do what used to be my 40-minute workout every single morning because physically I'm incapable of doing that, or it could be because time-wise I'm incapable of doing that, I did 10 minutes. So I give myself a score on how I did at making sure that I've got that flexibility. You know, now her list might be different than everybody else's list, but how am I doing on those things that I know I need to do? One of the items of her five is drinking more water. That's that's a health thing, right? And how many of us need to be doing that? We've told ourselves we're going to do that. We've tried to put systems in place. Yeah. Yeah. So what if you scored yourself? So anyway, here's the cool thing. That was the piece of advice given for that Ask the Experts question that I found so brilliant. And a couple of hours later in the day on a call, that is the advice I paid forward Yes. for somebody else who was struggling with, how do I get myself to do what I don't want to do? How do I take at least baby steps? And when we hung up that second call, uh, okay, what are you going to do to apply the advice you got today? That student said, I got kids that have partially filled notebooks leftover from last year's school. I'm going to grab one of those and put it with my coffee cups. Isn't that neat? Yeah. So we really can be a great help to one another. And taking small steps makes progress toward making our life better. You know, that's one of the things that I love that you brought to R-squared and informed all of us is just because you get advice doesn't mean it's worth anything to you unless you apply something. Pick something from the advice you heard or the thoughts you had while you were getting the advice and make a commitment to apply it. Education without application is worse than worthless. Yeah. And the, the other point about that particular SE experts, both of them, yours and mine, is that phrase, if you had no choice. You know, there are people who have worked and worked and worked to get to the point where they have all the choices that they've ever wanted only to find out that they don't have the choices. And we can resent that. And that can get in the way of accepting what is and working forward, as opposed to just being irritated and annoyed and disgusted and fed up with the way things are. 
sometimes we don't have a choice. And you just have to accept that and go forward with what you do have a choice about. And one thing you always have a choice about is your attitude. Yep. I can think of three students in R-squared right now that are spending time in waiting rooms at uh, health care places where they need health care. They're seeing doctors. And last week we talked about how to utilize that time to have conversations <laughs> when no one wants to look at each other. No one wants to talk to anybody. But there's nurses and doctors and other patients and you know, maybe you can be an angel for somebody in a waiting room somewhere, even when you have no choice. All right. Time to go back to work. Woohoo! We'll All right. See you next week. Have a wonderful week.